Welcome to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese, a program that can help you become liberated in the modern world. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin W. Reese. All right, today we're going to talk about the centered mind, which is the first C that I revealed in the seven C's during the seminar. Um, and of course, it's these seven C's that bring us to the inner peace. And a lot of people, you know, had questions at the seminar and they look like they're, they're, they, you know, some of them got it, some of them look confused. But that's the beauty of this podcast so that um, I can dive in deeper because, man, that seminar went long. <laughs> it really did. I didn't realize how long it went until I got the video and... And, and and got to see the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have Keisha with me, who, um, if you were at the seminar, uh, uh, introduced me along with Griselle. So I'm happy to have you here, Keisha. Thank you. And I'm glad to be here. It, it was a long seminar, wasn't it? It was. You know, actually, I didn't realize how long it was because I wasn't really paying attention at the time. It was it was two hours. Wow. Not including you and Griselle in the beginning. Wow. And the Q&A at the end. Okay. It was just two hours me talking. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that it was that long. Yeah. It didn't seem like it was that long until yeah. I... I was aiming for an hour, but it didn't work out. It didn't out. work out that way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so much info, and that's why there needs to be a book. Mm-hmm. That's why there needs to be a book, and that's why there's this podcast. It's too much info. It's it's all this ancient knowledge that Westerners just aren't really aware of, you know? Or not what? ready for. No. Mm-hmm. But people are starting to open up to it. A little bit, yeah. You you hear the word mindfulness a lot now. Mm-hmm. That's starting to go around, even in the hospitals. Oh, yeah. You're, you're a career nurse. Yes. You hear the term mindfulness, right? Yes, I do. That's Eastern. Mm. That's Buddhism. Mm-hmm. And so just these little changes, they're starting to happen slowly but surely. Yeah. Um, but today it's about the centered mind. And the thing about the centered mind is... This is just my term. The whole goal of the centered mind is not to think of the past and not to fantasize of the future. Yeah. It's to stay in the center. And the center represents the present moment. Mm-hmm. So right now we're in a room with two microphones and you can hear the clock ticking. <laughs> and and that's, and that's it. Right? Yeah. Like what happened to you at 14 is irrelevant right now. Right. And... What you have to do tomorrow should be irrelevant right now. Right. It's we're just here mm-hmm. in this moment and it's all that matters. And there's nothing wrong. Right. There's no tornado coming. <laughs> Nothing's on fire. There's no there's no real stress. Right. And that's what people need to realize is when they're all stressed out. You may have remembered me saying this back when you were a client back in the day. Feels like forever ago, but back in the day. But <laughs> You know, people would always come to me and be like, oh, I'm stressed. And I'd be like, is a lion chasing you? They'd be like, what are you talking about? No, of course <laughs> a lion's not chasing me. Well, then you're not stressed. Yeah. If your survival isn't threatened, mm-hmm. you're not really stressed. Right. You're, you're creating it with, yeah. with your mind. Mm-hmm. And usually that's going into the future and fantasizing. Mm-hmm. And so I call these the three A's. We want to stay away from the three A's. And that's assumptions, mm. analyzing, mm-hmm. and acting. Wow. And I use the term acting, um, same thing as fantasizing. Mm-hmm. Same, same thing. When you start visualizing yourself in a situation that never happened before, mm-hmm. that's acting. Mm. You're, you're acting out a situation in your head that will probably never happen, mm-hmm. right? Um, assuming, mm-hmm. you know what they say about that, right? You know, you're an ass. Isn't that the saying? Or <laughs> it's whatever? like um, you ask, you make an ass out of you mm-hmm. and me, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, and that's exactly it. You're guessing. Mm-hmm. You're predicting. We see this in relationships. Yes. When there's a envious spouse mm-hmm. with a lack of self confidence mm-hmm. and you're always accusing 
the other person. Right. Like, I know you stayed late from work because you were with her. You were with her. You know, we, we just don't want to go. We just don't want to assume. Right. Because there's no truth in it. No. There's no truth in it. Mm-hmm. And analyzing. Some people call it internalizing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to analyze. Mm. Right? It's like when 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 we get into the car and leave today, mm-hmm. there's no reason to analyze what we said on these microphones. They, no. are, they already happened. They already happened. There's nothing the you can do to change it. <laughs> it's it's that's just it. Right. Right. Yep. Uh, you know, you go on a hot first date. <laughs> you can't analyze it. Like you have a job interview. You can't mm-hmm. analyze it. But we all know that we do. Like, you know, we that that's part of our our nature is something that we're conditioned. Conditioned is the to word. Yeah, socially engineered. Mm-hmm. If we stay in the centered mind, mm-hmm. then all of this nonsense goes away. Because mm. when you leave the so-called job interview, I mean, you can have a quick thought: mm-hmm. Did I do good or did I not do good? Right. Maybe I can do this better next time. Boom, done. Done. Mm-hmm. It took all of 60 seconds to analyze it and just be done. It's right. over. You get a call, you get a call. You don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. It's over. You hop in the car, you go home. There's nothing to analyze. <laughs> you know? There's something that you had said to me mm-hmm. um, when I was a client of yours. Mm-hmm. First off, you said there was something that I was going through. Mm-hmm. And I was telling you that there was a discussion that was being done to me over and over again and you said tell that person that you do not need to see the instant replay hmm yeah there it is the instant you replay. don't you don't need the instant replay right you already know what happened you already know what happened yeah yeah yep. and I thought that was like a very powerful statement to that was like me realizing that you know I I didn't need to see the I didn't need to see that again or I didn't right. need to relive that again right um because it was already done. Yeah. Instant replay. That's a, it's a good metaphor. Mm-hmm. In order to have the centered mind, it's important to focus on our breathing. This is the key to everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I once, in some of the wisdom traditions, the Eastern wisdom traditions, they say, now I don't know if this is true or not, but it's really interesting. I guess you can call it an adage. It's not about how many, lo- how many years you live. It's about how many breaths you take. Mm. And you only get so many breaths in your life. Wow. Yeah. And you think about that. And it's like if you knew, if you knew that you only had this many breaths left before you die, Mm -hmm. would you slow your breathing down? You sure will. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You sure will. Definitely. And that's the centered mind. Mm Mm-hmm. So what I, what I want the listeners to understand is, first of all, when you breathe in, you're, you should always breathe in through your nose, mm-hmm. always through your nose. There's no reason to use your mouth unless you're engaged in an aerobic activity, mm-hmm. right? You're jogging, you're running, you're on a trampoline, whatever it is, your heart's going fast, that's different. And you need the, your mouth to suck in more air. Mm-hmm. But... Our normal lives, you want to breathe in through your nose. I always say three or four seconds, you know, three or four seconds, and then there's a pause. Mm -hmm. There's a pause of no breath. So it's like pause Mm -hmm. and then back out through your nose for three or four seconds. And this calms you. Yeah. And... Every single moment of every day, we should be paying attention to those three or four seconds in and those three or four seconds out. Mm. Now, if you're engaged in a conversation, then you can feel the breath and still focus on the conversation or if you're doing work on the computer or whatever. You can focus on your task at hand, but... Be mindful. There's mm-hmm. that word again. Mindful. <laughs> Be mindful of the breath in, the three or four seconds in, mm-hmm. the three or four seconds out. And what you're doing by doing this is you're slowing your breathing down. Mm. And most people are kind of not even paying attention to their breathing at right. all. Right. So 
you're slowing that breathing down. And when you slow your breathing down, you slow your heart down. Mm-hmm. You slow everything down. And you become relaxed. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, this may resonate with listeners who suffer from anxiety. Mm-hmm. They're high strung. Maybe they have intermittent panic attacks. Mm. And they know that the heart goes fast when that happens. Everything speeds up. But this slows it down. The reason they're having anxiety is because they're in the future. Mm. They're thinking of the future. What if this? What if that? They're analyzing. Mm-hmm. They're assuming. Yeah. And they're acting. Mm-hmm. They're acting. Some people have weird visualizations. Mm. Some people visualize being in a car accident. People visualize, you know, a fight. Mm. There are all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And that's the pre-programming of all the violence that we've watched right. our whole lives. Right. We talked about that. I talked about that in the seminar. But they also visualize like um, if they know they have to face something, mm-hmm. they it's almost like exaggerated, like how right. that, what the outcome is going to be yep. um, when they're they're trying to when they're getting to that point where they know it's getting close for them to have right. to be involved in that situation. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, law of attractions is a positive, uh, a popular thing now mm-hmm. ever since the secret came out. Right. And I think it's it's had a. I think it's had a negative effect on society because the visualization and law of attraction only works if you have a centered mind. Right. So to those listening, you got to get step one and two done here first <laughs> before you start like trying to visualize. Right. All right. You have, you have a interview for a job coming up. You don't need to visualize that interview. Mm-hmm. Just flow with the river. Right. In Eastern tradition, they, they say, and, and Gautama the Buddha said, we have to get rid of nouns. Mm. And everything should be verbs. Mm. So it's not a tree. It's treeing. It's treeing. <laughs> it's not a river. It's, it's rivering. rivering. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Because everything is moving. Mm. That tree is alive. Mm-hmm. That tree is alive. It's got roots, right? It's, yes. it's alive. Mm-hmm. And trees last five, six hundred years, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them. So, you know, when we stay centered and we focus on the breathing, that's the anchor. Mm. That's the anchor to everything, you know? When we go into the past, it can bring up depression. And mm-hmm. I shoulda did this. You pay attention to your shoulda, woulda, couldas. And th- this sounds crazy to some people, but we have to stop thinking, mm. and we have to start feeling. Mm. We have to start experiencing. And in the seminar, I use the example of the baby, right? Oh yeah. The baby doesn't know language, so the baby feels the rose. Mm-hmm. Whereas we analyze the rose, we say, "Oh, that's such a beautiful red rose," but the baby doesn't know what red is and it doesn't know what rose is. No. So the baby is experiencing the rose; it's feeling the rose, mm-hmm. but we're not because we've been conditioned. There's that word again, right? Conditioned. We've been conditioned to analyze everything, right? This microphone I'm talking in has an orange <laughs> thingy-majiggy on it, and yours has a green has a green one cover. Yeah. But to somebody that doesn't know what green and orange is, well, right, right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's words are man made. So if we can stop the words and just feel and experience, mm-hmm. this is when the anxiety starts to go away mm-hmm. and the worry and everything like that. Just stop the language. Mm. And, and and you can practice this by going for a walk mm-hmm. and just pay attention to everything. Look at the trees, look at the grass, look at the squirrels. Squirrels and birds <laughs> squirrels and birds are always good to look yeah. at because they're they're always, they're always moving. on the move. Yeah. They're always on the move. But don't in your mind don't talk. Mm-hmm. Don't say, Oh, look at the little squirrel. No. Just look at it and experience it. Mm. 
Hmm. Just experience it without talking. And when I say talking, I'm talking about in your head too. No. Because we talk in our head. Yep, we do. And you notice when I asked the crowd, a lot of people didn't want to raise their hand, right? Right. They're like, "Uh, I don't know if I want to raise my hand. Like, I know you all talk in your head. Come on. Yep. We all talk in our head because we've been conditioned to. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? So, dogs don't talk in their head. If you ever observe a dog, the dog is just experiencing and feeling. Mm. There's emotions there, Mm -hmm. but there's no language. Mm. It doesn't know what you're saying. It knows your tone. If you say, sit, give me paw. Mm. It knows what you mean because of the tone. Because of the tone. Or if you put your hand out. put your hand out, your motion. Right. This is why dogs don't usually care. Mm. it's so funny people get dogs because they want someone to care and the dog don't care (laughs) (laughs) it's true you could you your dog could love you to itty bitty pieces and you love your dog to itty bitty pieces Mm -hmm. and then you break your leg dog don't care (laughs) it really doesn't right it wants its food it wants its food it wants to play Mm -hmm. that's it and I'm not saying that we, we should stop caring about each other, but the dog's kind of got the right idea. Mm. It's not thinking language. They do visualize. Mm-hmm. Cause some of them have bad <laughs> dreams and stuff. Those are visualizations. We can start by letting the language go and just... You'll still have some visualizations. That's fine. Worry about that later. Just let the language go. If you're on a walk and you see squirrels and you start talking to yourself in your head and say, oh, look at the squirrel, you can recognize that and say, oh, I'm talking. Let me stop. Mm. And you can stop. Mm -hmm. And then when you stop talking in your head, see how long you can go. Mm. Now, there's some ways to do this. I was going to say, because like even like – when you're even trying to be in like silent and mm-hmm. you're in within yourself, mm-hmm. you still, your, your mind tends to trail off anyways. And you start thinking about stuff. Right. Um, Cause that's what I have a hard time doing that. Like I, I try to be quiet and right. just be in myself right. and right. it's, it's tough. Right. So. Right. One of the ways to do it is by holding your breath. Mm. But then you're thinking about holding your breath. <laughs> There, there are people that do exercises where they, um, they do heavy activity and then they jump in the pool mm. and they're forced to hold their breath underwater. You're not really, mm. you're not really thinking. Mm. Calm, cool, and collective. Think about divers in the ocean. They have no choice but to be calm, cool, and collective because mm-hmm. there's no oxygen, so they need to be calm and cool to get back up. Yeah. Or they're in trouble. Uh oh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Got to stay calm, cool, and collective. I would think an astronaut has to do the same. Mm-hmm. So a lion tamer mm. has to stay calm, cool, and collective. Uh, an NFL quarterback has to stay calm, cool, and collective. Don't think. Just react. Just feel. Mm. It takes a lot of practice. You got to find the gaps in between the thinking. Mm. So in between the five thoughts that you have in five minutes, it's like shoom, 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 you know, up and down and up and down. Right. There's gaps in between. Mm. If we observe this, mm-hmm. if we witness this, just pay attention to it. And we'll see that there's gaps in between those thoughts. Mm. So one thought is about your dog. The next thought is about the meeting you have next week. And then the next thought is about what happened to you when you were 14. <laughs> and there's gaps in between. Yeah. The gaps is where you are, mm. your, nat- your natural self. Okay. Yeah. Because if you were never taught language, you wouldn't be thinking. Hmm. Hmm. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would only visualize. Mm-hmm. And, and feel. And feel. Mm-hmm. Right. You still have emotions. You still get angry. Still get sad. Mm. 
but as we as we go through the seven seas we'll lose the anger and the fear and all that but that's another record another podcast for another day but um there's these gaps and if we pay attention to them we'll find them Mm. you start paying attention you'll see the gaps Mm. and it's in those gaps where you have this relaxation and of course the best way to do this the best way to recondition yourself Mm -hmm. is through the art through the science through the state of meditation meditation that's mm-hmm. right, meditation. And meditation is like, I'll use myself as an example. I mean, I started meditating a long time ago. The first, I'd say, three years mm. were, you know, it felt like a chore. You know, I felt like a chore. I didn't really know what I was getting out of it. I knew I was relaxing myself. Right. But it wasn't until I started diving into the teachings, the Eastern teachings, that I started understanding and then started being able to observe my thoughts and the way my mind's working. Mm-hmm. And that's really what meditation is. It's a workout for your mind in the sense of you're trying to reach nothingness. Mm. That's the whole goal of meditation is to reach nothingness, to em- completely empty yourself. Mm. And one of my teachers says, one of my teachers say, become a hollow bamboo. <laughs> and we don't have bamboos around here no but so i'll say become an empty cup hmm. you just become an empty cup there's nothing in it you just empty yourself and get to the point where your your thoughts are gone hmm. and when we meditate especially if you're a beginner you your thoughts go nuts mm-hmm. they go nuts and you got to find those gaps. Mm. You got to find the gaps in between the thoughts as it's jumping up and down and up and down, up and down. And don't judge your thoughts. Don't judge them. Don't be mad that you're you know, having a perverted thought or something. <laughs> <laughs> or you're thinking about being a millionaire or whatever it is. Don't judge it. Just mm-hmm. let it go. Move on to the next. Because the more you do it, the more they'll all fade away. Mm. But it's when you're in meditation and you're still that you're truly exposed to this. That's why meditation is so important. Right. It's part of the inner life, right? This is what the whole thing on inner peace is, the inner life and the outer life. You have both. You have an inner life and outer life. So meditation, breathing is the bridge between the inner and the outer life. Mm-hmm. What about like, because um, you know how like some people have like uh, recorded um, meditation guides like meaning yeah. like how to, to try to help you sure. be able to meditate mm-hmm. like because even in doing those exercises with hearing that you are thinking you're yep. still yep. listening because you're hearing there are many types of meditations mm-hmm. i mean there's so many i mean one of my teachers has 112 wow the best thing to do is pick two or three mm-hmm. that you really like try them all they're like flavors, like different fruit, mm-hmm. right? Try all the fruit and, <laughs> and, and pick the two or three that you really like. Right. And you stick with them once okay. you find what works for you. Mm-hmm. The guided meditations are good in the beginning. Mm. Most guided meditations help you with visualization. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll help you like envision the ocean and... Right. Envision this. and So that's good to help the visualization. But ultimately you want to get away from the guided meditations because they're speaking words to you. So right. We were trying to get away from words. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to get away from words. We're trying to get away from language. Mm-hmm. Because again, the inner life is wordless. Mm. And it's timeless. Mm. There's no words. There's no time. Mm-hmm. Right. Like right now there's this clock here. That's clock time. Man invented that. (laughs) Just like man invented language. Yeah. I'd get away from the guided meditations and just... And I'll I'll give you one. I'll give you one right now. This is... This is... This is my favorite, right? You do this every morning when you wake up. And you don't even have to leave the bed. Mm-hmm. 
This is great for lazy people. <laughs> it's great. When you wake up in the morning, you know how sometimes you wake up, but you, you haven't opened your eyes yet? Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't want to open my eyes. I know I'm awake, but I don't want to open my right. eyes. Right. This is when you start, okay? Mm. So you lay in bed. The only thing you have to do, you know, there's only two things you have to do. Three things. First of all, make sure you're on your back. Okay. So if you wake up on your side or your stomach, get onto your back. Mm-hmm. Then remove your pillow. Mm. And you can just push it up, mm-hmm. you know, up against the bedboard or whatever so that your head is flat. Flat, yeah. So your body is completely flat. You could still be under the covers, all that. The third thing you do is you put at least one hand on your belly where your navel is. Okay. You could do both hands if you want because you're going to want to feel your belly. So once you're laying flat, no pillow, hand on the belly, and you're on your back, you're ready to start. Right there in bed. Mm. You don't even have to leave. Then these centered breaths that I talk about, Mm -hmm. the three or four seconds in, three and four seconds out, Mm -hmm. that's your normal life. That's all day. But for this meditation, you're going deeper. Mm. You're going seven or eight, maybe even 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're talking deep breaths in and deep breaths out. Again, do it with your nose. Forget Mm. your mouth, unless you're stuffy. Mm -hmm. And then there's an added component. There's a visualization component. You want to visualize that there's a little mini sun over your face. Okay. Where the ceiling is. Mm -hmm. And there's a little mini moon over your feet. Mm. You can imagine it right in your room. Right there in your room. You can even open your eyes and just kind of, okay, it's there and there. Mm -hmm. Now, the moon represents the female energy. Okay. And the sun represents a male energy. Mm-hmm. All right. So in, in China, this is yin and yang. Oh, yeah. So now once you know that there's a little mini sun above you and there's a little mini moon above your feet, now you can begin. When you breathe in, you visualize the sun's light coming through your face. Okay. So when I say your face, I mean... You know, your holes, your your eyes, right. your nostrils, mm-hmm. and your mouth. Mm-hmm. Even though your mouth may not be open, just imagine it coming right through your face. Mm-hmm. And it's a warm, golden light from the okay. sun. And everyone can visualize this because everyone's felt the sun before. Right, everybody knows what the sun feels like. And it's warm. Yeah. You let that go in, and you visualize it slowly coming down your body, in mm-hmm. your chest, down into your stomach. And it's swirling in your stomach. Now it's time to breathe out, right? Yes. You, you keep that in your stomach, and then you visualize the moon shooting down more of a black kind of smoke. Mm. And the black smoke goes in through your feet and comes up into your tummy. Mm-hmm. And now you have the black smoke and the golden light both in your stomach. Swirling. Yin and yang, swirling. Mm-hmm. And then it's time to get more light because you're about to inhale again. And you keep doing it. So for anyone listening right now, just imagine it's, all, it's like a seesaw, mm-hmm. right? So one substance is coming in through your face and the other substance is coming in through your feet and they're meeting in the middle in your tummy. Mm. And it's coming in and then this one's coming out. And you're, it's like you're on your seesaw. Yeah. And you keep visualizing this, breathing. And what happens is because you're visualizing, there's really no room for thoughts. Because mm. so that's all you're... Right. Because visu- when you're visualizing, that's what you're seeing. Right. Right. Um, so now the thoughts... So you're not even thinking about anything else but that. No, what happened... What well, will, you're not really thinking what you're will, visualizing. Yeah. What will happen is thoughts will still come mm-hmm. and they'll screw up your visualization. Yeah. Because you're so, you're <laughs> right, so, conditioned. so conditioned. to Yeah. And you just simply push it away mm-hmm. and start over and keep going. Mm. You don't even have to leave the bed. How cool is this? <laughs> you will lose track of time. Mm. You will sit there. You are sorry. You will lay there mm-hmm. for an entire hour after you get used to it. 
Wow. And you will be so relaxed. And don't be surprised if you have these sensations of wanting to stretch. Because the tiredness will come through and you'll just, and let, let it happen. Don't repress. Mm-hmm. Stop your visualization. Stop your breathing and just stretch like a wild ape. <laughs> just, <laughs> ah, don't repress it. You know what I mean? Just, right. ah, and then come back to come your, come back to it. Come back to it. Mm-hmm. This is so important because in most cases, how are we going to die? Mm. You used to work in hospice. Yes. How do people die? In what position? Lying on their back. Lying on their back. Mm-hmm. So this meditation is going to come in handy when it's time to die. Mm-hmm. I remember um, a woman that uh, that I had to go uh, see. Mm-hmm. They said that she was uh, actually active, actively dying. Mm. And uh, she never used morphine she never used um ativan because they use that stuff to um when they're actively dying if they're having um uncontrolled symptoms of pain and um breathing so there's numbs pain right uh but this woman didn't want any of that she didn't and they said that she she did a lot of yoga she did a lot of meditation Mm. so that's why she didn't want any of that and yep. they, we, we fulfilled her wishes we did we did what she told us to do right um she didn't want it so she never got it yeah. and honestly that was like the most peaceful death i've ever like that i ever like witnessed um now we're and in. she didn't it wasn't like she stayed lingering on either she just because by the time i got there when i got there she was like already like at her final phase and she was peaceful. She was, it was very peaceful. Look, she didn't have any type of facial grimacing, anything. She just, she was like, she was just resting. This is a powerful story. Yeah. And it's exactly what I'm trying to convey. Mm -hmm. When we know how to breathe, we know how to die. Mm. And when we know how to breathe, we know how to live. Mm. Mm-hmm. The people that don't know, these are the ones with the anxiety and the depression, and they're living a, a life full of suffering. Mm. And then they get to the nursing home in their last year or whatever, their hospice, and they need morphine, and they need this, and they need that. Because mm-hmm. all they know how to do is watch TV. Mm. That's all they know how to do watch TV and play cards. Mm hmm. And watching TV in itself brings on anxiety. Exactly. Because it's furthering the conditioning of violence, uh, perversions. Mm -hmm. Um, These are are all, we're not naturally violent. We're not naturally perverted. No. This is like embedded in us. Yeah. You know? And so it's a powerful story, Keisha. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my teachers... I just read his book about six months ago. Powerful book. I recommend everyone reads it. It's called Walking Each Other Home by Ram Das. And, you know, it's it's all about dying. And he worked with the dying for many years. And but he's eighty eight now. And so <laughs> he's on his way he's on his way there. Mm-hmm. And he talks about his death and how he wants to die. And he's got it all mapped out. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't want anyone in the room. He's like, I just want a picture of my guru. Mm. And I'm just going to meditate and I'm just going to fade away. Mm. That's when you're at peace. Right. With, right. Like you're at peace with dying. Yes. Like I like you're just you're like, OK, I'm going to die. I'm and, good. And that, But that's why at the seminar, that's why I made that joke. I was like, I tricked you. This seminar is really about dying. Right. <laughs> it's a bait and switch because inner peace has it correlates with it. Mm-hmm. You want to die a peaceful death. Yes. Even if the worst circumstance happens to you. Right. And it's a car accident or Mm -hmm. a fire. Mm -hmm. Even then, your meditation will Mm -hmm. help you. It Mm -hmm. will help you. There's so many ancient secrets with breathing. I mean, it's ridiculous. 
ridiculous. A whole whole new podcast could be done off Mm -hmm. of that alone. Mm. The Tibetan yogis in the Himalayas, Mm -hmm. they do a meditation called Tumo. Okay. They go out in the ice and they meditate with no jackets, no, none of that. It's so powerful that they have contests where an instructor will give them wet blankets and put the wet blankets over them. And the contest is who can heat, who can, who can dry the blankets wow. by creating heat in their body. Mm. So in other words, they know the ancient breathing techniques to enhance heat in their body. Mm. which means they can go withstand. They can go out in the winter with they can go out in the winter with their underwear on. Mm. They can lay in snow. Mm. This is something western society is just they're just very ignorant to. Mm-hmm. This is taught in Tibet. It's like the curriculum. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you got you got little 12-year-olds who know how to heat their body up. Wow. You know? Again, that's why I made the joke at the seminar. I said, right. you, you Western kids go in timeout when they're bad. You right. can't put a little Indian guy. You can't put a little Indian boy in timeout. No. You say he'll go off and meditate somewhere. Yeah, meditate, levitate. Levitate. <laughs> well, you can't do it. <laughs> And, and if there's ever a example of the difference in our societies, mm. that's a really good one. Yeah. So breathing is really important. This exercise that I just told the listeners and you, Keisha, is a great exercise to start with, and it's in bed. Mm. So this is going to come in handy your whole life. Mm-hmm. You don't even got to leave the bed. And you can do it at night, too. Mm. You can do it at night, too. The thing with meditation is people treat it like a chore. Mm. And they think they have to go sit in the corner and do it. You don't. You should be meditating all day. All day. All day. You can't meditate when you're doing a task. Mm -mm. But when the task is over, you can. Again, our normal breathing should be three or four seconds in the nose, three or four seconds out the nose with a pause in between. That alone is going to increase the vitality in your life. But there's also moments when we can get a quick meditation in. That's mm-hmm. the beauty of it. Is we bring our lungs and our breath everywhere we go. <laughs> you don't need a yoga mat. No, you don't need a yoga mat. You don't mat. need, you don't need uh, dumbbells. And you just bring yourself. And so let's say... Let's say you have to wash the car and clean the car. Mm-hmm. So you spend an hour cleaning your car on a Saturday afternoon and then you wash it afterwards. You can lean up against your car, close your eyes, and focus on your breathing and stop your thoughts and meditate for three minutes. Mm. You know? I find myself having to do that when I'm at work Mm -hmm. because of, especially when something is, I feel, you know how you feel the tension rising. Yes. And so I'm like, okay, I have to say, okay, Keisha, stop for a minute. Right, right. You know? Yeah. And then I stop and then I pause for a minute and then I kind of like, I I do close my eyes for a minute and then I, you know, I start breathing and then I I'm like, okay, I'm ready to get back to this. You right. know, because it's like, I need that minute to calm down. Center yourself. Yeah. So yeah. I like the word centered. Yeah. To center yourself. Yeah. And if you don't go into the past or the future, mm-hmm. you're going to stay centered. Yeah. Because I noticed that, well, because I'm doing that now, because I learned how to do that now, I, I learned that like when I'm, work is not as bad as I think it is. Like, you, you, know, you know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. as bad. 
um, or I'm able, well, it is, everything is on fire, but I just don't realize it's on fire anymore. Right, 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 right. I don't realize the fire is there anymore. Right. And that's what it, that's, that's basically what it is. Um, right, right. So I just kind of, you know, I, I have to say to myself, I can't, you know, I gotta, I gotta stop for a minute and, and like you said, center yourself, center myself and make sure that, you know, I'm good. Right. So. Right. It's gotta be a lifestyle. It can't be a chore. Right. Some people have a corner in the room. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. If you have a corner in your room that you go to every day, that's great. I think the morning and l- the the light, mm-hmm. the laying in the light in mm-hmm. the bed. I think that's. I personally feel that that's necessary because mm-hmm. it'll come back to help you when you're ready to die. Mm. But in the evening time. You can go into you can go into your corner, and you can do a different meditation without visualization. Right, right. Forget the and and then that would be more zazen, mm. which they call zen. Mm-hmm. So in zen, it's about nothingness. Mm. It's about you know sometimes they teach you to count count your breaths in, in the beginning, so mm-hmm. you get used to it. You count to ten. And if a thought comes in your mind, you start over. Start over. It's almost like you're punishing yourself a little bit. It's like, <laughs> dang it, I only made it to three. Yeah. Now you go back to one. Nothingness. So I like both. Mm-hmm. So I like doing both. A little zazen later in the day. Mm-hmm. Right before dinner is great. Mm. So that when you eat that last meal, which is like the most sacred meal, it really is because they say breakfast, but no, that's yeah. They're just trying to sell sausages <laughs> with that phrase. Um, and breakfast cereals. So. Yeah, dinner is the most sacred meal because the sun's going down. Mm-hmm. You already had your day. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a celebration of what you did today. Right. It's very important. It's almost dinner. like a, and if you going in even deeper, it's like. The today has died. Like, yeah, is like the death of yeah. But it's but death is supposed to be celebrated, right? Right. So it's like oh, that's a good metaphor. So, yeah. yeah. So the sun goes down. Yeah. The day is over, meaning that day died. Yeah. So now it's time. Yeah. To put it to rest. And yeah. Absolutely. And dinner can be that celebration. And mm-hmm. I think when you meditate before dinner, it calms you, mm-hmm. and you can eat and digest better. Because the more mm-hmm. calm you are, the better you're going to digest. Right. You can feel that. That you, oh, I was, you know, I was stressed out. So, and I ended well, up You inhaled it. it without chewing it. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Two chews, swallow. Swallow. <laughs> Two chews, swallow. Two chews, right. swallow. Yeah. You know, sometimes I make, um, well, you know, mm-hmm. we do the, you know, a lot of steaming. Steaming, yeah. Steaming at night. So, you know, steaming takes 15 20 minutes sometimes mm-hmm. go go, go meditate. meditate go meditate <laughs> go meditate yeah 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 um and then you can meditate before bed mm-hmm. you can do that the same the laying in light mm-hmm. meditation right in bed um there's so many types of meditations mm-hmm. there really are a lot helps me rest better at night Mm. When I meditate right before, like when I'm laying in the bed and I'm getting ready to go to sleep and go to bed, um, I it helps me to sleep better. Yep. And I actually sleep through the night. Like I'm not, I used to wake up in the middle of the night constantly. Yeah. And that's not even just going to the bathroom to go pee. That's just waking up and I'm laying there and I'm just blinking in the dark right. because I can't go to sleep. Right, <laughs> right. So... But now I, I've I've been sleeping yeah. like, through the night. I mean, I get up at four a.m. But sleeping, I still sleep. the only thing that stops sleep is pain mm-hmm. or a restless mind. Mm, yeah. what, what else would stop it? Right, right. There's nothing else right. other than that. So, if you can't stop your mind from going into the past or the future, mm-hmm. it's hard to sleep. Yeah, that's why so many people put the TV on, because the TV distracts them, mm-hmm. and then they can fall asleep. But they don't realize that it doesn't that that's not really helpful for them either. Like, because it still it still make because while they're sleeping, 
and the TV's on, right. their mind is still working. Right. 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 They'd be better off doing like an audio book, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. get audible, mm. put on a, put on an audio book with, you know, spiritual teachings or something, mm-hmm. you know, set the timer for two hours mm-hmm. and just coast. Um, but eventually it depends on if you live alone or not too. I mean, if you live alone, you know, you, you want to get to a point where you're not using anything. Right. You're just, you're laying down and you're out. Mm-hmm. Um, if you live with other people, you know, you may have to put on the audible book. Right. Because <laughs> you're trying to black out noise. Black out what? Yeah. Or whatever the case is. So that's the advantage of living alone. Um, but the point that I want to make is that when you meditate, when you have a centered mind, when you're relaxed, like your lifestyle is relaxed, mm-hmm. you sleep better. Yeah. And it's not just falling asleep, it's the quality of sleep. Yeah. And one of my teachers says, um, when you get to a certain point, a high, high level, dreaming is gone. There's no oh. more there's no more dreaming because there's no repression. No. Yeah. And our dreams are usually repression. Mm-hmm. You know? You ever wake up you ever have a dream, you wake up and you're like, What was that all about? Mm-hmm. And you're like thinking about a person that you're kind of upset with or something, mm-hmm. right? You had a dream about them. You're mad. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you've repressed that. Mm-hmm. You've repressed that. So that's why we need catharsis. That's a few C's down, mm-hmm. the seven C's. But that's another podcast for another day. Meditation is about becoming nothing. Mm-hmm. And the word nothing is significant because it's broken up into no thing. And that goes back to what I said earlier about getting rid of nouns. Yeah. No thing. So this isn't a microphone. It's it's microphoning. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing. We're, we're doing, doing we're doing something. Yeah. And so when we empty the cup we can fill it back up with consciousness Mm. and awareness. Mm -hmm. And there's no thinking with consciousness and awareness. There's no thinking. And that's an absolute fact because we know that because of the baby and the dog. Yeah. They're not, they don't know language. So they're only using consciousness and awareness. Mm. That's it. It's a powerful thing. We got to stop yakking to ourselves in our head. Mm. We're yakking all day. Yep, 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 yep. We're talking to ourselves. Mm. The only time you need to talk to yourself is when you're solving a problem. Mm. That's it. Mm. You're solving a problem. You have, uh, how old is your oldest son? He's 21. 21. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's, there's all sorts of trouble a 21-year-old can get into. (laughs) So let's say you don't know where he is on a Friday night and it's like three in the morning, mm-hmm. right? You have a problem on your hands. Yeah. Talk it out with yourself. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where it comes in. Yeah. That's where it comes in. When you have to solve a problem, where could he be? What is he doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is he at this person's house? Is he at that person's house? Could he be here? Should I call the cops? Mm. that's solving a problem. Flat tire on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. You got to do some thinking. Figure out what you're going to do. Are you going to change it? Are you going to call AAA? What are you going to do? Right. This is where thinking comes in. Mm -hmm. When you're trying to problem solve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Not thinking about stuff that from the past or thinking stuff that you're worried about that's going to happen, that you think is going to happen. Mm Mm-mm. Nope. So we basically, we're supposed to live in the moment. We'll live in the moment. Centered mind. We don't even remember the past that well. That's Mm-mm. what's funny about it. It's like a dream. Do you remember you came to one of my early seminars? It's probably back in 2013. It was at the Conduit Center yes. in East Harvard. Mm-hmm. I ran across a picture from that event, and I didn't remember the event. Just little bits and pieces. I remember making juice. Mm-hmm. And we had like a toast in the back or something. 
but it was a, it was a four or five hour yeah event yeah right mm-hmm. I was talking for a long time yeah but I don't remember the details to that mm-hmm. event. And when you, in hindsight, how many events have happened in your life where you only remember like bits and pieces, bits and pieces. Yeah. You don't remember everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Right? right. You ever have somebody come up to you and be like, you remember when blah, blah, blah. And you're right, like, and no, like oh, no, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember it that. happens to me all the time. Yeah. Even, yeah. even with friends that are, I've been friends with for 30 years. You remember mm-hmm. when we did this? I'm like, no, I don't. And then maybe the memory comes flooding back. Mm-hmm. It's just like when I, people now, they ask me, you know, people, nurses who I've who I graduated with. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you remember the day at Penning, X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. That was only in 2006. Right. And I'm like, no, I don't remember that. Like, I don't remember. I don't even remember. I actually gave the graduation speech at the pinning. Mm. Ask me what I said in that speech. I have, I, I remember certain things that I said, right. but to sit there and say, do I remember the entire speech? I do not remember the entire speech. But you know what? I bet you the next day you did. Yeah. I bet you the next day you remembered and you felt it Uh huh. and you felt good about it yeah and you felt important and you you experienced it mm-hmm. honestly i and got married in august of last year and don't really remember my vows because <laughs> we ran we did it off the top of our heads like right, we, right. we we just lived in a moment lived in the moment there you go. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> we lived in the moment and we just said our vows like just right. we didn't even write them we just we just spoke to each other right and i don't i don't know i can't even tell you what i said See, now think about what it's going to be like laying on that bed in your last few days. Mm. You think you're going to be able to remember your whole life? No, 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 (laughs) of course not. It's like a dream. You have to live in the moment. It's like a dream. Yeah, it's like a dream and it goes fast. Mm -hmm. It goes fast. They say age is just a number. It's true. I mean, you you ripen like a piece of fruit Mm -hmm. is what happens. (laughs) Started like a, a brown banana, right? Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, when you're in your 70s, you're you're that brown You're that banana. brown banana. That's right. <laughs> and it's going to come fast. Mm-hmm. But we can slow it down with the meditation mm-hmm. and with the centered mind, with the breathing. Every day you want to be conscious of your breathing. Every day, not just when you sit down for meditation, not just when you're laying down for meditation, when you're driving, mm-hmm. when you're sitting there at work. When you're walking up the stairs, mm. you want to be conscious that you're walking up the stairs. Right. How how many of us are in a daydream? We're zombies. Mm. Our whole society is zombies mm-hmm. daydreaming in a dream. And and what's up with this uh, new slang word that they use over the last few years called woke? He's woke. Oh, woke. Yeah. Woke. They're using woke as a symbol of somebody who has knowledge. Right. They're not using woke as somebody who's awake. Who's awake. Yeah. Because how can you be woke and still in daydream? Yeah. It's an oxymoron. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. In order to truly be woke, mm-hmm. quotes, air quotes, you have to stop daydreaming. Mm. That means you have to stop assuming. Mm-hmm. You have to stop acting. Mm-hmm. And you have to stop analyzing. Mm. And you have to be in the moment. That's when you're awake. Yeah. That's when you're awake, truly awake, when you can go on a walk or even when we get out of here and walk to our car mm-hmm. to be truly awake, to be able to scour the parking lot and see what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, no, and notice the notice the air, notice the temperature, mm-hmm. notice everything without talking. Mm-hmm. Just experience it. Just feel it because there's no reason to talk to yourself unless Right, unless you're solving a problem. Unless you're solving a problem. Mm-hmm. Right, critical thinking. Yeah. Yeah. But we're, we're, we're hypnotized, and you, you can see it. People that make a lot of mistakes, like, I'm not talking typos. Everyone makes typos, but forget their keys. Mm-hmm. They stub their toe. You know, some people are really extreme. Some people walk in the house. And an hour later, realized they left the keys in the car and the car's on. It's still running. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. Well, how did that happen? 
Yeah. It happened because they were daydreaming. They were daydreaming. They were stuck. Their mind was stuck Mm -hmm. in analyzing, acting, or assuming. Mm. And they were in that daydream. Mm. And they automatically, like a robot, mechanically Mm. got out of the car, walked in the house, got something to eat, sat down, turned on the TV, Mm. wasn't even conscious the whole time. Yeah. At all. Because that's what they do routinely. Yeah. Because they're conditioned. It's automatic. It's automatic. Mm. Automatic. You'll see it. You'll see it. Go 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 into a city, go downtown, and just people watch. Go to a mm-hmm. mall. Go to a mall and people watch, and you'll see. Mm-hmm. A lot of sleep people. Wow. Yeah. And the same people who are saying that they're quote unquote woke woke are very much asleep. Very much asleep. If you get rid of the daydreaming, you can trade it in for downloads. <laughs> I call them divine downloads. Mm-hmm. Because when you're in the moment and you're present and you're not distracted by your thinking, your daydreaming, things come to you. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I call them downloads. Some people call them whatever. Whatever. You can call them whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It's just words. But you'll get little flashes of... We'll call, call it intuition. Mm. Little flashes of something. Something may come to you that it may last, you know, three, three, four seconds. And you're like, oh, all right, yeah, I'll take care of that tomorrow. Yeah. Just a little flash of, you know, you should call your aunt. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll call my aunt tomorrow. Yeah. Just little downloads, you know. So it, it takes practice. You have to practice. If you want to be an NBA player, you have to practice. Mm. It's all about practice. That's why we call it the inner peace practice. IP, you down with IPP? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that funny at the seminar when yes. I said that? <laughs> and everybody joined. <laughs> everybody said it, yeah. Because yeah. they're conditioned. conditioned. Everybody knew the song Hip Hop Parade. Mm. No, I'll, I'll, no o- OPP. 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 <laughs> Back in the 90s, right? I'm about to take your hip-hop card away from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It probably should be taken away because I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But, you know, that's another topic for another day. So I think we covered what needed to be covered. The centered mind, to get rid of the thinking, get rid of the words. It's man-made. Mm. It's man-made, just like this table is man-made. Mm-hmm. So, in order to get into our inner life, we have to do it through breathing. Mm. We have to do it through the breathing. So, again, three or four seconds into the nose, pause. Three or four seconds out through the nose. Do that all day long, mm. except when you do a focused meditation. Right. So, we talked about the laying in light in the bed, and then, or going into a corner and doing zazen, which is sitting. Mm-hmm. You know, sitting up. You can do that in a chair or you can do that cross leg in lotus position. Mm-hmm. You know, deep breaths into the nose, out. You can even do a little mantra. Uh, a lot of um, a lot of Zen people say, who am I? Mm. So on the way out, they'll go, who am I? Mm. Hmm. It's a really cool mantra because yeah. it's, they're trying to, f- who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Yeah. So we don't know who I is because it's it's been, it's been covered by the ego, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we're trying to get rid of the E and get to the I, hmm. you know? And the ego, as I talked about in the seminars, uh, you'll have to go listen to the seminar, but get the meditation going, get the regular, get the regular breathing going. And that's how you get to your inner life. And your inner life is where you want to be so that you can die peacefully. It sounds cynical. And, and you know, wishfully thinking we all have lots and lots of time before that comes. But it will come. Mm-hmm. It will come. And it will happen fast. Mm. It's going to happen fast before you even know it. You're going to be laying on that bed like, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, this is it. All right. <laughs> you might as well get your breathing right. Might as well get your breathing right then. You might as well get it right now mm-hmm. so that you're ready for then. For right, yeah, ready for then. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. That's what it's all about. So, all right. 
So that's this podcast. Uh, you can go to drreese.com. That's doctor spelt out to um, get in touch with these podcasts. I have them all listed. Um, the other podcast too, The People versus Chronic Illness, mm-hmm. and Keisha in one of them as well. All the books are there. Um, and of course, if you're uh, interested in um, our nonprofit organization, helping kids be healthy, you can go to eatthesunlight.com and see what we're doing, all this cool stuff. So with that said, see you on the next podcast.